0: During this college chat, our guests represented different options for living when you're in college, including off-campus living, dorm living, and renting. Enjoy the episode.
1: Thank you. Welcome. Um, Usually, you guys have, I think, all been a part of these before. It's super informal. Um, The questions kind of roll into the chat. A lot of the times, um, I'll kind of facilitate those questions and throw them out to you. Um, But really, the conversation on the floor is yours as well. Um, so do you guys want to start off by just introducing who you are, um, where you went to college, um, and then what your housing situation was like, and then we'll get into the nitty gritty details.
2: Yeah, awesome. Um, if you don't mind,
3: I will start first. Um, I'm Tina C. um, my full name is Tina C, but, um, that's besides the point. I went to school at Collin College, it was my local community college. Um, And I commuted from home. Um, I lived about, I would say 10 to 20 minutes out. Um, And then I just recently transferred to um, University of Texas at Dallas. And I'm still gonna be commuting technically. Um, I moved into like a new place, I'm living on my own now, but I will still be kind of like making that drive. Um, So, how that won't go, I'm not sure, but I guess I'm still technically a commuter. Um, so yeah, I've been commuting my whole uh, college life so
2: far,
1: so yeah. Okay, go ahead, go ahead.
0: Yeah, I can go. Um, so my name is Izzy Ortiz, I'm the community manager here at Fiveable. Um, I graduated from the SUNY Geneseo, um, it's a small state school in in western New York. Um, where I got my bachelor's um, and then I went and got my master's degree at the University at Buffalo, um, also in Western New York as well. I basically commuted um, for my graduate program, so like I lived off campus for my graduate degree, Um, but when I got my bachelor's degree, I lived on campus um, and then on my second year as a sophomore, I decided to live off campus because it was just more affordable. Um, And then I became an RA. So I moved back on campus my junior year and then my senior year. Um, It was just affordable. Being a resident um, assistant, you get um, housing for free. So (laughs) that was definitely something that uh, was appeasing to me during my college experience. And
1: last
0: one up. Lonnie is having some technical difficulties.
1: So um,
0: I will
4: introduce Lonnie. She um, is going to be an RA this year at Luther College, <laughs> so she's representing um, dorm living.
1: Awesome, and you sound exactly like her, so that that's that's fine. Thank you, Alexis. <laughs> so uh, to just jumpstart the conversation, I think um, to get some kind of like basics down in terms of like how does a living work? Um, so Tina, I know you said you went to a community college, so. The the first sort of obvious question is um, if any student is going to community college, is there ever on-house, door, like on-house dorms at community college? Is that just like a general thing that most community college folks have to commute? Um, what's kind of the situation if you're going to community college? Um, what is the housing situation usually like?
3: Oh, that's actually a great question. So um, it does, of course, differ um, from college to college. But I would say a lot of uh, community colleges do have on-campus housing. Um, they're not as well known. Um, I know our school had on-campus like, campus housing and I didn't learn about it until, I would say, like halfway through my first year, uh, which is when I really started reconsidering. And then they started renovations. And then obviously COVID came around in a few months after that. So uh, that wasn't really an option for me. But there was definitely an option to live on campus um i'm not sure if it would be it it was literally like right on campus um so it was a really good option for those who would want to choose that um we had a really good basketball team so there's a lot of foreign players and i know they um they stayed there um just other people like that who might have come from out of state uh for me i lived at home with my parents and so that's where i was commuting from um it was just kind of like a 25 minute drive every day um, and honestly it wasn't that bad I actually really enjoyed it.
1: So so um, Izzy did you say that you also commuted in the beginning of your college experience? <laughs>
0: yeah so i commuted when it came to my sophomore year so when i think of commuting <laughs> i think of like someone like driving into um their college or or taking a train or whatever system you use um, but i literally used to like live off campus but it was only like a five minute drive from campus so it wasn't too much of a commute i guess but definitely lived off campus close by
1: so um I guess like for a lot of students it's like figuring out like that balance between um okay what is the trade off and it's usually going to come down to money is there any mm-hmm. other factors that would make somebody want to stay at home versus living on campus besides cost
3: Um yeah I think community is a is a interesting one um so people's ability to find other people like themselves um I know that's another thing. Um, also, just culture. So I know for a lot of people at the school I currently go to, um, a lot of people just within their cultures, uh, most people don't really leave the house um, even as they grow older. Um, so my friend, for example, we're both going to school together and um, he still stay at home. Um, and that's just like within his culture, that's what you do, right? And so, and I mean, even beyond culture, it's just, if it's still an available option, Um, though a little bit of it is money, you know, you you are saving money by living at home. Um, It's definitely one of those things where whenever you're considering the two, I think it's also what you're trying to get out of the experience, because I think on campus housing is really fun and really interesting. Um, I wouldn't say it's the best housing. Um, And again, that's just depending on on what school you go to. Um, But like, I guess, you know, it's either you could stay at home and like, stay with your bedroom and your bathroom and like everything you've ever been used to. Um, So for some people, it's also just comfort, right? So yeah, that's how I see it.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with with Tita. I think when it comes to staying at home, um, I feel like you grow that independence once you leave your bubble. So for me, like I lived in New York City my entire life and I decided that I wanted to go away for college um, But I knew that it was gonna come at a cost. So I did have to live on campus like my first year, but I don't regret that decision just because of the community aspect. So I met a lot of my friends in my dorms. Um, I also went to a lot of community related events in my dorm as well. Um, So I was able to connect with people from all different backgrounds when I was able to live on campus. But I felt like once I did leave off campus, my second year, it was more financially smart in my mind um, because dorm living could definitely be expensive um, depending on what university you go to. So, I would say definitely community building is huge when you do live on campus. And I know like a lot of commuters um, experience that lack of community, but there are other ways that you can find community on campus, like clubs. Organizations, um, internships, um, <laughs> sorority life, Greek life. Um, so there's there's just many ways that you could still create community. But I think when you live on campus or if you live off campus, um, it's a decision on whether how um, connected you want to stay with the university.
1: And and um, Lonnie, please feel to jump in as soon as your um, mic gets up and running uh and, and that's kind of leads into my next question that you poses Izzy is that if you choose to live at home are you giving up a sense of that community or are you giving up a part of that community that's a part of or like you know that classic part of the college experience
2: can you hear me all right
1: yes yes Perfect. okay
4: perfect um yeah so i would say like I mean so I am someone who like is living in the dorms again uh, my college is a residential college so I actually don't have an option to not live on campus Um, but I would say from what I've learned from my first year is that it is actually very beneficial to live on campus for at least your first year because you do meet a lot of people that way just very organically you know like you become friends with your neighbors just as you would in any other community but your neighbors are your age and They have a lot of shared interests and so on and so forth. So I would definitely say there is a lot of benefit to establishing that community for yourself and meeting people your first year. So then if in future years you do want to live back at home or live somewhere off campus where you're not necessarily surrounded by people your age, you still have those contacts so that you have an established community for yourself at your school and you're not just kind of going in blind and only meeting people in your classes, because not to say that you can't do that because you 100% can, but it might just be a little bit more difficult.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with Lonnie. I think when it comes to creating community, like that's probably the biggest um, way to connect with folks. Um, and you also get like exposed to um, different activities and clubs and, and opportunities at your university that you could potentially do. Um, so I learned about a lot of leadership opportunities um, when I did live on campus, which led me to wanna be a resident assistant when I was at my university um, for my bachelor's degree. So like I wouldn't have known what the responsibilities or even what an RA was, um, as a first-generation college student, I didn't even know what a resident assistant did um, until I went to college. So, like, I was able to get that opportunity and that professional development, which then led me to get free housing um, my my junior and my senior year, um, which took off a huge financial load um, at the end. But definitely, I, I definitely agree with Lonnie that it, it creates that community for you. Um, and it also brings that light, whether you feel like the university is for you as well, because community is huge um, when you do choose what university or institution you decide.
2: And and so I guess this
1: is um, a question for all of you as well, in terms of all of you experienced community through your collegiate experience, uh, through, through different platforms or mediums, but, Um, Would you say that for, yeah, that students anywhere can find community everywhere, regardless of what college they go to? So, you know, you always have the conversation of like, not necessarily just choosing colleges, but this idea of like, okay, regardless of what position you're in, regardless of whether you're living on campus or commuting, there will be options for students to find their people or their community, no matter what college they go to. Do you think that's a true statement or do you think, um, do you disagree with it a little bit?
4: I 100% agree, you know, there's there are people like you are going to make friends and stuff. I think the trickiest part, especially for first years, is putting yourself in situations where you can establish those connections, because it's absolutely terrifying to walk into a room where you know absolutely no one. But that's what you have to do. Uh, I'm someone who like I moved around schools a lot when I was younger. So by the time that I was a first year in college, I was just so used to being the new kid that I wasn't personally as terrified of making new friends because it was an environment I was very used to. And like literally the way that I made a lot of my friends is that my roommate and I joked that we should do like a sand volleyball team because there's a sand volleyball court right outside of our dorm room. And a girl in one of my classes said in like class one day that she and her roommate were starting a team. So I talked to her and I was like, we would love to join. And that is how I met like my best friends. Because, and I'm not even athletic, I was just like sand volleyball would be fun because I need to meet people. So it's really taking risks and getting involved in things that maybe you never thought you would just to meet people. And like, worst case scenario, you don't really click with people and you move on and you find someone else. Uh, so, like, just throw yourself out there, get involved in things that interest you, like you will find people 100%. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I also agree. Um, I think it really depends um, when it comes to commuter students. Um, I did I was a part of an office that used to specifically have programs and events um, for commuter students because of that specific aspect of creating um, community. I think when, when universities and institutions take that in mind and actually create programs around commuter students, it's bringing that aspect to them without them having to be on campus. Um, a lot of institutions are studying or are creating programs like this so that this is not a gap for students, that they can still find people um, and still make friends regardless whether they're on campus or not.
2: and i completely agree i think
3: um as far as i guess community goes and community building um and just finding your people i think both options um all options as far as letting options in college is really down to your effort right um because you could stay on campus and just sit in your dorm all day uh and it won't change a thing right it could be the same as you sitting at home um so it does come down to and you guys should have or if you did come out to the um i think it was the clubs and organizations chat that one was pretty fun and we kind of went over that a little bit more but without like repeating myself i would just say that i think that it is somewhat a personal effort and your ability to kind of like step out of your comfort zone Um, and i think you can do it either way i would say it's probably going to be just a little bit harder being a commuter, but i definitely think if you put in the effort you can still um and that's being, living off campus or living at home. Um, I think it's just because you'll lose a little bit of time um, and it's not as simple as just walking outside of your dorm to the nearest like open area and finding like a bunch of clubs doing stuff. Um, you'll have to do a little more searching, but I definitely think it's something you can become involved in. Because uh, I, I was a very I was very involved at my community college um, and again, I, I lived at home at the time. So I, I think it's definitely possible. It's all just about effort.
2: And
1: can you guys hear me? Okay. Oh my god, Tina, we didn't hear any of that. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> I actually got, got to get...
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we did. And 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 to, to pivot just a little bit. Um, and of course, like, finance is always going to be a primary factor in, in why students um, either choose to live at home or commute. And so one of the students was asking in the chat if I don't know if you guys would have the answer to this, but does living on campus or living off campus affect your financial aid at all? For example, if you get financial aid um, or scholarships from a specific college, um, do those typically have uh, restrictions on you either living at home or living, you know, in a dorm?
0: It definitely does have an effect um, on financial aid. I think when I applied to go away for college, they asked a question i think ash actually answered in the chat that like they ask you in fafsa whether you are going to be living on or off campus um it depends on you know like whatever information that's um you're giving into the fafsa um but when it comes to like grants that the government gives those can be altered um but also too i'm not really sure how it works with loans but i know student loans is usually the majority of what fafsa gives um depending on your certain situation but yeah it definitely affects it
2: for sure i was gonna
4: say i interestingly had a very different experience with that personally maybe because i don't have the option to live off campus but for me because i'm going to be an ra next year um i am actually my work study award was only a certain amount of money that I could make like total throughout the year. But the stipend that I'm earning as an RA is much, much higher than that work study award that I otherwise would be allowed to receive. And it's a lot more work too, yes. But financially, like that was the best decision for me because I really wouldn't have been able to make that money by working for my campus in any other way. Uh, So, I mean, I haven't noticed like, in effect in my fafsa because i'm working so on and so forth but i guess that is a really good thing to keep in mind because that's not even something that i'd realized if you're living off campus
1: yeah i i'm not sure if there's a guarantee on this but you're when you mentioned as you're filling your financial aid just to elaborate on that like if your financial aid eligibility might be reduced if you decide to live at home because overall that would like lower your college costs and as a result i'm not exactly sure what that trade-off looks like in the end but Lonnie so to, to sort of reiterate what you said it turns out that your, your your decision to become an RA and stay on campus actually saves you more money or not on campus but your decision to to continue in your living position saves you more money than your work study correct
4: yeah yeah, because if I had chosen to live in a dorm, but like not as an RA, um, I would have to like pay for room and board obviously. And it probably would have cost more too, um, to pay for that versus like, because I have a very small room, which helps with costs, I guess. Um, but yeah, and then the stipend that I'm getting is just a lot more than my work study award. So yeah, it is actually saving me money in the end, but it is it is work, I guess.
3: I have a question. Um... I guess this is Delany and Izzy. Um, could we go into like a little more depth? What is being an RA? Like I'm I'm genuinely like interested, slightly curious, like what's being an RA, what's the workload like? Can you still go out every night? Are you like supposed to stay in? Is it like an actual job? You know, yada, yada, yada. Um, sorry to like, hijack the conversation. I know you guys had stuff going and You can like continue the conversation. Um, and if you just wanna get back to that question.
0: No, I think that's a good question. I think someone asked in the in the chat too. Um, I think specifically, um, this is actually going to be uh, another supplemental event on August twenty fifth about resident life, and specifically, we're going to have a resident director talk about um, what the RA position is like. So, if you want more info, definitely come to that supplemental event. Um, but just to give an overview, it. When you're a resident assistant, you are a part of a team at a specific dorm, um, or it could be multiple dorms depending on what institution you go to, um, and you have that position where you're living in this dorm as basically a a person that you're your dorm, so like let's say you're living in a dorm and you you want someone to speak to, um, someone that if you need like more toilet paper, if you need someone to talk to, um, if something happens um, at your dorm and where you need help, um, these are going to be like your first responders. So these people live in your dorm. So these students live at your dorms to help you um, and to put on programs and events in your dorm to create community. Um, so a lot of programming and events, um, these RAs do, um, they also have to be on duty. So, like, being on duty is, like, basically sitting at a front desk area at your dorm, um, and you can get, like, different activities. So, like, they probably hold games, they probably hold, um, art supplies, anything that you would possibly need. Um, This specific RA um, desk has all those supplies for you. So they kind of are like your first responder, someone that's there to let you know what's going on on campus, to help you navigate the campus. Um, And it's definitely a real job, (laughs) around-the-clock training. So I had to come to campus two weeks in advance to get trained on how to um, be a first responder if something does go wrong in the dorms. Um, They do extensive training, specifically if there is like any incidents happening. I know a lot for me was breaking down parties, if parties were happening in the dorms, um, putting on events and programs, and also to just being that peer mentor to um, my students that were on my floor in case they ever needed me for something. But I don't know if Lonnie has anything else to add.
4: No, I mean, that was a pretty good overview. Um, I mean, yeah, it it most definitely is a very real job. You know, I do move in this Friday, and classes don't start till the 1st, and that's because I have like 10 hours of training a day. But it's something that I look forward to, because I want to help build community. Um, You know, I'm actually living in the same dorm building I lived in last year, so I'll be an RA for first years. So that will be really cool to help with that transition. Um, And yeah, I just, I'm looking forward to being able to, Uh, just be a leader for like the residents on my floor. Um, I think a lot of first years are afraid of RAs because in their mind, like RAs are the people that like wanna get them in trouble. When like in reality, like we really just wanna be a resource and we really just wanna keep you safe. Um, So definitely like if you're going to be a first year living in the dorms, like make connections with your RAs because I did and I like loved my RAs last year. Um, I'm actually like getting to work with one of them again this year, which is like super fun like we just want to be there for you like I did go to my RA crying a few times last year and she was just like an awesome resource for me so yeah like it's it's just a a fun way to be a student leader in your community
1: was it a pretty competitive application to become an RA because I know um the major benefit that as you had mentioned is that uh most of the time your housing cost is covered
0: Oh, yeah. I had to go through four rounds of interviews. Um, So the way that it looked for me was I had a one-on-one interview with a resident director. um, And then I had another interview with a resident director and uh, another RA. And then after that, it was a group um, interview process. And it was an all-day interview process where I was put into many different um, scenarios, team building activities. Um, and they were just, it was kind of wild. It was like a group of RAs just sitting around all of us, all the applicants, and they were literally um, scoring everything that we were doing and just observing um, our, the way that we interacted with other students and really just gauging if we could be good first responders and, and be those peer mentors for um, incoming students. So yeah, it was an intensive process um, to say the least. Um, but I think if it's something that you're really passionate about doing and you really f- love creating community, putting on programs and events, um, or if you really wanna be that peer mentor to incoming students, I would say that this is a great opportunity um, for your own leadership career, um, and professional
2: development.
4: Yeah, fortunately, mine was not that bad. I did go through a few rounds of interviews. Um, I think also because like I said, ours is a residential school. So we have seven different dorm halls on campus. So there's a lot more positions for RAs, um, The really the competitive part about the application was getting into the building that you wanted to, because you know, we all have preferences for what building we wanted to live in, but it can't always accommodate that. So you know just very different you know we just had a higher need than a lot of bigger schools that only have first-year dorms um but i mean yeah I, a lot of people apply a lot of people like the idea of being an ra but they do try to take into careful consideration of what your motivations are so like are you somebody who wants to build community or are you just trying to get a free room or do you just want to write people up like you know because if you just have if it's not if you don't work as a team. It's you're not going to be very effective. So yeah, they just try to seek you out and make sure that you're gonna be a good fit
1: And Melani, I know I know you should have done this in the beginning, but can you tell uh, just a little bit more about what is different between a residential like residential hall and like a dorm room? Um and if there are any other colleges other than Luther College that does it?
4: Uh, i mean yeah so a lot of it's not necessarily unusual for like a small like liberal arts college which is like luther to be like what's called a residential campus which is just the idea that the students are living on campus um all four years at luther there are some exceptions where you can live off campus but the main reason is that i live in a small town they don't necessarily have housing to accommodate for students like we don't really have like apartment complexes like they might. At bigger state schools. Um, so they do a really good job with separating the dorms. So we have two first year dorms. Um, and then we have like five other upperclassmen dorms that are designated for juniors and seniors, where like rules in those dorms are a lot more lax because, you know, like if people are 21, like we're not a dry campus, like people can legally drink in those dorms. However, in the dorm that I'm an RA in, like all of the residents are 18 with the exception of the RAs so you know we have to be a lot more strict about enforcing rules with like alcohol and stuff like that and parties and so on and so forth um and as you get older there are more options for housing so we do have uh it's not quite a dorm but they're like houses that you can apply for with friends that are still technically on campus so you're still paying for room um like with your tuition and board so a meal plan um, that honestly is the worst part about the residential campus, is that I can't escape the meal plan, but <laughs> that's okay. That's what I signed up for, I guess. Um, but yeah, if you don't like the idea of having to live in a dorm for all four years, uh, definitely don't go to a residential college or look to see what their housing options look like because it's not usually like straight up dorm rooms for, for all four years. There's a lot of different like housing situations that you can apply for. Um, So, definitely look into housing if you're still looking at schools and you're not really sure what you might like.
3: Um, I think Lonnie brought up a great point um, to kind of like route back to a question from earlier, though I don't have the full answer. um, I know as far as like financial aid is concerned, um, the difference between living on campus and off campus are a few things like meal plans are required most of the time when you live on campus at certain colleges, especially like state schools and stuff. Um, and even small schools. Um, but meal plans are generally required when you live quote unquote on campus um, through like thing where you pay room and board, um, even if you have your own kitchen, right? Um, so I know that also equates into how much financial aid you're getting, um, just even from the school, because like, do they have to help cover your meal plan or are they not, right? Um, and if they don't, maybe that means you end up getting less or you might get the same. I'm not sure exactly how it works, but I know it is adjusted to how much they expect you to pay for school. Um, But yeah, so I definitely think Moni brought up some good points, like parking passes, um, meal plans, just other things that come with like living on campus, um, because they will charge you for just about everything, as far as I remember.
0: And also just like a side note on meal plans, they (laughs) could be pretty expensive and then also too, if you don't use all of your meal plan at the end of each semester, um, that money just goes straight back to the university. Um, so for at least for me, that was the case. I had a certain like meal plan that I had to have as a first year and that was like the most expensive uh, meal plan available at the university um, because I was living on campus because I was a first year as well. So, um, and it was kind of wild. I just ended up like buying a whole bunch of stuff at the end of the, every semester. Um, so just so that money didn't go back to the university. Um, but definitely look into like what meal plans work best for you. Um, do you find yourself um, meal prepping? If you are a commuter, um, do you find yourself that you can drive back to, to your, your place in order to eat something? Um, but definitely look into that meal plan policy at your university for sure.
1: And one cool side tangent to comment on that, Izzy, is that this probably didn't exist while you were in college. But there's a really, really cool nonprofit out there called Swipe Out Hunger. So they basically take all the extra any money you have extra on your meal plan card. Um, you basically they've they've worked with several universities. I think the vast majority of them in the United States. Um, and they take all the extra money from your meal plan cards, um, and they put it to a collective uh, to collective fund to feed to feed students. Um, That are hungry um so there are that definitely is like a super sucky system but i can put that if anybody's going to college um in the near future or in the next couple weeks um that's just something cool to keep in mind it's called swipe out hunger i believe
4: yeah i actually did something really similar where at the end of last semester i still had like 150 dollars in dining dollars and i was like trying to spend it too i was buying my friends meals all the time Um, and I just had money left over. And so like, I don't know if it was quite through side through hunger or maybe something more independent through my school, but it went towards a local food pantry. And I was like, I mean, at this point, like our stores were selling out of snacks too, because everyone was trying to spend their money. So I was like, I don't necessarily really need anything. Like I'd rather this money go towards a food pantry. So yeah, that was definitely really cool. But um. Yeah, also, I think a lot of people think that they're going to eat a lot more than they do in college. So, like, I know our default plan is, like, 19 meal swipes a week at the calf, um, whereas where 20 meals are offered because we do Sunday brunch, not breakfast and lunch. Um, So, I do not eat 19 meals a week at the calf. Um, I'm on a meal plan where I get eight meal swipes a week, and that's enough. I really only go for dinner. Um, I will very often just make breakfast and or lunch in my room or eat it on the go or use dining dollars for something so definitely get a feel for what your routine actually looks like to make sure that if you can change your meal plan in any way to accommodate for what you're actually utilizing for yourself so that you can a have healthy eating habits um because you don't want to eat too much or too little just because you feel like you have to um and also just you know to try to make good financial decisions for yourself as well
1: and that kind of takes me to, to to one of my next points. is We're, we're talking about taking costs into consideration. Um, and right now, we've mainly been talking about living on campus um, and living off campus. And off campus is almost exclusively meant living at home right now. I'm just curious if you guys had any experience with living in an apartment. I know, Lonnie, I guess you have something closest to that. But um, if any of you have any experience with living in an apartment um, off campus, or if you have any insight into that, and whether that can end up being a cheaper option than living in a dorm room?
3: Um, so I think I can touch that. I'm not sure the comparative standpoint of it um, because I I actually within this last week moved into my new apartment um, and I don't know if it's actually cheaper or not. I didn't do that research because I am living with a friend who isn't going to the same school as me. Um, but I would say, again, I can't compare, but I would say the costs are definitely, I think, as far as I'm concerned, probably around the same, if not a little bit cheaper just because of that meal plan. Um, the meal plan at our school is pretty pricey um, and it was required if I would have stayed on campus. And then also, I guess the only thing you have to think about is like well, something that's like really small um, that a lot of people like never really think about, but like how you commute. Um, and how expensive that commuting can be. Um, And if you are just driving, um, I live in Texas, so uh, we drive everywhere, but if you are driving, how much does it cost to fill up your car with a tank of gas? How much are you gonna have to fill up on gas? Uh, Just like questions like that, that you genuinely never think of until you get there. Uh, Luckily I had like four Excel sheets of just like financial planning, just comparing living at home. And for me, just because I lived so far, it was much cheaper to move into an apartment and just stay closer to the school uh, rather than commute all the way from home. Um But for most people who do live close close their schools, like within twenty minutes, um, I wouldn't say it's just a cheaper route financially. Um, but again, like putting back to the community building from before, it's definitely a fun option. So, um but I know Izzy's probably our resident expert on the comparative value of that, Um, because I'm pretty sure she said she was living off campus for her second year, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah, Um, I think specifically when thinking about living in an apartment, I think I had that experience when I was a sophomore. So like I also lived fairly close to the university, like I literally lived like like a 10 minute walk from the university, from the apartment that I decided to get with my friends. Um, so I feel like when it came to that financial um, distribution, um, I was able to then use my grants or whatever I got from, from FAFSA in order to pay for rent. Um, so rent was also too on a, on a semester basis, just because the apartment complex is near the university Um, knew that students were going to be the ones mainly renting it out and some apartment complexes nearby know that they are just going to be strictly working with students and that they have to wait until their financial aid comes in or depending on how they are going to pay for it, like if they have a job or something like that, um, usually they have to speak with the uh, leasing manager or whoever is there um, to help with getting them the apartment. So i think um it's all dependent on for me at least it was all dependent on how much i did get from financial aid to see if i could afford the rent um and utilities and also to just thinking about again like which um meal plan i was gonna get because i was gonna live on off campus so i did end up getting like a very small amount of of meal plan um, and then the rest i just kind of cooked at home and and um saved dollars there by just cooking at home because that was like the best um case scenario for myself um but also too i think when i did commute for my graduate program um it was definitely the the gas i hadn't had a car before so i didn't know what that was going to look like um i had just got my license and i was like maybe i just have to stay pretty close so i, I got an apartment that was fairly close to the university as well, just to accommodate for those expenses and to make sure also too, that the rent was in the best place possible, where I felt like I wasn't breaking the bank. Um, So also too, like just thinking about like roommates, like roommates are are really big in, in college. So like, it also applies to people that live off campus. So if you find a group of friends that you do wanna live with in an apartment, it could be a lot more affordable and accommodating. Um I might be dating myself here, but like a lot of the a lot of people find or try to find potential roommates um in apartments off campus on Facebook. There are a whole bunch of different Facebook groups that you could probably like join um in order to find other people that are looking for housing. Um just so that you can find roommates and find what's affordable for you when it comes to living off campus.
1: And so, um, be, before we get um, into that, because roommates was one of the questions that some people had been putting in the chat, um, the question I had for you guys, as you mentioned, utilities, Izzy, is that how important was utilities to you folks when deciding where to live or how to live? Because um, I know that a big part of the college dorm costs is that. You have sometimes some really nice facilities. You have you know five star pools, Olympic sized swimming sorry Olympic swimming pools, five star gyms, um, lounges, game rooms, um, you name it. Um, so I'm just curious if, if that at all played a role and if you're if you think it should play a role in where students decide where to live.
0: I'm not really sure about like specific utility like utility bills I think of like the water bill the gas bill the electric bill um and like like the like you said like the anemities of each amenities of each um apartment complex but for me I just wanted to make sure that I was living on my own when I came to my my graduate program so like I had a one-bedroom apartment to myself I didn't have a I didn't have any amenities at all it was just a, a one bedroom with the kitchen and a small living room um, at a pretty affordable price. Um, and then when it came to, um, another apartment that I did for my sophomore year, the same situation. So it was more about finding roommates that I knew I could split the rent with. Um, and then also to just being able to split those utilities amongst my roommates as well during my sophomore year, um, just to make sure that we were all taken care of in that department.
1: Yeah, and excuse me, you're right. You're right, Izzy. the The word I was looking for was amenities, not utilities. Sorry. Go ahead, Lonnie.
4: Yeah, I was gonna say um, amenities definitely are they they vary. Uh, for example, like our facilities, such as like a gym or whatever. Like I'm sure that like the few students that don't live on campus at my school, they would still have access to like our like athletic center, like they would still be able to go work out whenever they wish they could use the pool, they could use that kind of thing. Um, but you also have to consider with dorm living, um, of course, it's different for every building different for every college. But you know, my building, com- community bathrooms, you know, we have community showers, and they're they're not great. Uh, the, it's it's not one of my favorite parts of dorm living. Uh, so, like, Yes, maybe I'm not paying for my water bill or like stuff like that, but I don't have a private shower. Um, and you know, you also think about laundry. Uh, our laundry room is in the basement of our building. Uh, we have four washers and four dryers for an entire wing of four floors of of students. So, like, my roommate has there were times last year where she would go downstairs um, to like move her stuff from her washer to her dryer and her wet clothes were just on the floor. Like somebody just took her wet clothes out of the washer and put them on the floor. Like they didn't even put it in a dryer. So unfortunately that's part of communal living where like that might happen to you. You know, you have to pay um, 150 for every load of laundry you do. You gotta reload your your laundry card. So it's, it's those little things that you have to consider as well both like preference and also payment. Um, you know, because if you're living at home, you are probably not paying to do laundry and you probably have your own shower. Maybe you don't. Again, everybody's situation is different. But um, in a dorm room, it's very rare that those things would be fully private for you.
1: Tina, did you have, I don't know if the community college you went to had uh, a ton of amenities, but did you have access to all of them um, when
3: you attended? Um. Yeah, it actually did. Um. So I was pretty involved on campus, but I would say I didn't take advantage of our amenities. Uh, we actually had like really good gyms. Um, I don't think we had a pool. I I wouldn't know though. Um. We had really good gyms and just like a few other things. Super big library, a bunch of study rooms and stuff. Um. And I guess it's kind of like branches off of living, but. Study rooms are definitely awesome. And so, or I guess it kind of ties in with it. So, that's another thing that you may get from a dorm room. Um, some college dorms have like study areas within the floor themselves. Like, I remember when I was going to UH, um, that was an option. Uh, like, or like some of the buildings had like study areas and study rooms and like meeting rooms and stuff like that, um, as well as like lounges. Um, so those are kinds of things that in my opinion, you just like some, most of the time can't get at home. Right. Especially like living at home, you know, the living room may not be completely yours, nor may like the office in your house, or if you have an office in your house, may not even be yours. Whereas in those situations, you have a study room you can go work on if you don't like working in your room and like making that separation. So I think that's also a really cool benefit, um, amenities like that. My community college, I didn't have that, um, but. I know my current school, I have plenty of those. Um, but yeah, and I don't have any in my building and um, my current apartments, but I definitely think those are things that um, could be an advantage to definitely living on
2: campus
1: and And since we touched on the roommate situation, I, I, there, there's so many different avenues this conversation could go in. But let me ask you guys this question. Do you think your room do you think you should be friends with your roommate?
4: Absolutely. My roommate from last year is like my best friend. Um, In fact, like she, we always joke that like she's mad at me for being an RA because that means I'm not living with her again next year. Um, I knew that I like wanted someone I could get along with and I didn't trust myself to fully go random. Um, So I actually did, like, as you joked that she was dating herself, but no, like I found my roommate on a Facebook group um, and I reached out to her and I was like, hey, like you seem really nice. Like, my name is Lonnie. Um, here's why I think like, we like, here's our similarities, blah, blah, blah. Like, let, why don't we like talk and see if we might be a good fit. And she's like, okay. And we ended up living together and like, it really did work out for us. Um, I mean, it helped because we communicated well and we knew each other very well. So a like, we like never fought. And when we did like our disagreements were resolved very easily because we knew how to communicate our feelings very effectively um and also it just helped to have that connection because like we were really there for each other when we were like really struggling so like i could tell when she was really stressed or like even a few times when she was like physically ill and like needed help um and like same for me so i think if you can have that relationship with your roommate like definitely um but i know for some sometimes they get roommates that
2: aren't ideal and aren't
1: So can I, let me let me rephrase this question as well, and you can, if I, uh, Izzy, Izzy and Tina, you guys can take it as Lonnie took it. Do you think you have to be friends with your roommate in order for them to be a good roommate? AKA is, do you have to be friends in order to have a good roommate?
0: I don't think that you need to be best friends in order for you to have a successful uh, roommate match. Cause I know like some universities actually help with that matching process or you can even request your roommate if you already know someone that's going to the same university as you um so that's what i did and this individual i used to go to high school with we ended up going to the same university um so we decided to be roommates um, before we came to the university and it wasn't necessarily about, like this person um, was my friend throughout all my four years um, and throughout my graduate years as well um, but definitely I would say the biggest thing is talk with your roommates and, and get to know them in the sense of boundaries. Um, I think that's like the biggest thing that a lot of roommates just don't talk about, um or, or don't really um have discussions around that. Um, because everyone lives differently. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of that lived in type of person. Um and you know like it depends on on how people function and, and whether you feel like you know that person is someone that you can live with and function with um so definitely i agree like lonnie like i had that person like you know she was my person throughout my my college year um and also too i had some some of my friends that spoke about how they just hated their roommate because. You know, like they were messy or um, they didn't know uh, they would bring other people over to their room without letting them know or they were noisy while they were studying. So like just having those conversations definitely feel open enough to, to communicate with your roommates about how you want to function within your space because it's both of you alls space.
1: Tina, do you want to comment on, I, I know you said you, you're living in an apartment with um, with some, some friends of yours. Was that a process you thought of as well? Like, oh, do I have to like really, really match and buy with these folks? Or kind of what was your thought process?
3: Um, Yeah, so I actually, I thought about it a little bit. I think there's definitely several ways you can go down. I definitely think being friends with your roommate. Um, I love being friends with everybody. <laughs> um, you know, it's like, even if you don't want to be friends, we're going to be friends. Um, but I, like I said, I moved in with my roommate. We've been best friends for a long time now. Um, but I think oh beyond that, let's say you move into your college dorms and you just happen to not get the roommate you wanted. Um, I definitely don't think you have to be best friends with your roommate. Um, I don't think you even have to technically be friends with your roommates. Right? These could be acquaintances. Um, I think most of the time you're going to end up becoming friends with that person. You're going to end up probably spending a lot of time um, but at the end of the day, you don't have to be. And I still think you can enjoy your time as long as you guys are compatible in some way. You know, like if you're a clean person and they're a clean person, then awesome. You know, and as long as you guys respect each other's space and each other's boundaries, uh, like as he was saying, like if you have these boundaries set, and I definitely think that is something that I'm not sure if like the next generation is going to struggle with it. But I know like my older brothers and like people from an older generation, um, I guess when they reach college, like setting boundaries, like wasn't like a thing. Whereas I feel like now people are a lot more vocal, a lot more community. Um So I think if you were just to like set those boundaries, like, hey, like this is what I enjoy doing. This is when I like going to sleep. Um, this is I like studying in quiet and like you know kind of not setting up rules more of like, hey, this is like how I live. How do you live? And kind of before everything starts, just kind of getting on the same page with each other um, and then going from there, right? So uh, I definitely don't think you have to be, um, but I think it, it makes things a little bit easier if you are, um, at least if you can be honest with a person. I think that's 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 where you just have to reach, being honest. If you can be honest with the other person, regardless of your relationship with them, um, if you can be honest with your roommate, I think that's what matters.
1: And, and I know- yeah, I, I, I Go ahead. Go ahead, Lonnie. Go ahead.
4: Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say, yeah, I would totally agree. You don't you don't have to be best friends. Um, I I think about like a lot of the roommate relationships that I saw over the past year, and it really just comes down to respect. Like, for example, I have a friend who is diabetic and his roommate would drink his apple juice that was in the fridge for when he had low blood sugar. Like, don't do that. You know, like respect the roommate and the things that they need in their property. Um, but also like that goes for, you know, as Tina was saying, how they live. You know, I'm a morning person. My roommate was a light sleeper. So I, every morning had to try to just be really quiet and leave the room so that I could function in whatever way I needed to. So it really just, yeah, it comes down to that communication. So as long as you can be open and honest, I think that's really what matters.
1: And so I don't know um, how relevant this question is um, because I don't know how, much how much choice you guys have in this matter but the question i have is that do you guys prefer communal living or living by yourself if you had the choice
0: i think i really enjoyed um living in a community for my first year Um, being away from family was definitely a transition um you know being independent is also a transition so just having those people to turn to as support, as community, um, just to be able to have that was very beneficial as a first student. But then as you start to get like more acclimated, more independent, and you are learning a lot more about yourself, I feel like when it came to living on my own, that was something that I, I definitely cherished and, and wanted um, as, I, as I moved through my college experience. Um, but yeah, that was, that was um, uh, my experience.
4: Yeah, I would agree. I, I would say that if I had the option to move off campus, I probably would, Um, maybe not this year, but like maybe for my junior and senior year. Um, I, It was really great, the community living my first year, like some of my best memories are in my friend's room at one in the morning, as we're all trying to write essays that we procrastinated. And then we go to McDonald's really late at night to get shamrock shakes. Um, you know, it's just like the little things of just like being able to live right around your best friends. Um, but I, as he was saying, like there is a an aspect to being independent that you don't always get with communal living. Um, and that's something that I do wish that I could have. Um, but you can find it in other ways with communal living as well. It's not, it's not all bad. Uh, I think sometimes you just want to, you're ready to move on.
1: Tina, do you have any two cents before we wrap-up?
3: Uh, no, I think they both kind of hit the point exactly where you need to be. Um, yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. Well,
1: we are at our closing time. We're a little bit over so thank you folks for joining we'll put out the recording and put out the notes later this week um thank you to ash for recording all of this um and thank you to you guys for taking out the time i know there's a bunch of different directions and a bunch of different stuff to add on in terms of um it's more about choosing your roommates uh and more specifics in terms of students will have about their situation um so if you guys are right can i put your like I think we have your LinkedIn's but is it alright if we put our LinkedIn's in the notes so if students have any questions they want to reach out specifically to ask you guys they can do that?
0: That's good with me. You can also reach me here on uh, Discord. I'm here every day. (laughs) Mostly during the weekdays.
2: Awesome
4: sauce. Same for me.
1: And Tina? Um,
3: Do we have to manager? Yeah, that'd be funny. Um, Let me put my LinkedIn. Do you just put your name? Out? I, I feel like my name would lead me to LinkedIn. How do you do that? Do I just drop <laughs> a link? We'll, we'll be,
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll put the links. We'll put the links in the notes.
3: Okay, yeah, about awesome. That. You can just drop those in.
1: Okay, perfect. Well, have a great day, guys. Thank you so much.
2: Thank All right, you sweet. Mind.
3: Appreciate you guys. You guys have a good one.